Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe God's grace is keeping you well. Well, this week and the next four weeks, the Bible character that I will be interacting with is Esther from the Old Testament. The role of Esther is played by Monica Stevenson, a Truett Seminary graduate and a former resident chaplain at Baylor University. Monica is also a recent graduate from Dallas Theological Seminary, where she served as the president of the Women's Student Fellowship and received a degree in biblical counseling. In this first part of my dialogue with Esther, I ask her about her background, her journey to become a queen, and her relationship with Mordecai. Please listen to our interaction. All right, Esther, thank you for joining me for Watch and Walk podcast. Thanks, Ebenezer. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, uh, let me start um, by asking you about yourself. Who is Esther? Let us know a bit about you. Yes, thank you. Uh, my name at birth was Hadassah Bat Abihel, and I was born into the tribe of Benjamin. My name um, is the term for myrtle, which is a symbol of peace. Um, but I was also known as Esther, which some attribute to the Akkadian goddess Ishtar, um, who is associated with love and war. So it's very interesting um, difference in names. One was attributed to peace and the other one attributed to war. Unfortunately, when I was younger, my father and mother died. And so my cousin Mordecai adopted me as his daughter. During my lifetime, I was um, queen of Persia together um, with my husband, Ahasuerus, who some would know as Xerxes, um, who was king at that time hmm. okay great uh thanks for letting us know about that because when i read um your story from scripture one thing i noticed is that you are famous because you were queen in a big kingdom an empire right uh but walk us through that experience how did you become a queen in ahasuerus empire sure uh, my appointment as queen is a little bit unorthodox. Mm. Um, I actually um, am the second queen of Ahasuerus. As the first queen, Vashti, was uh, stripped of her royal position because she failed to obey a summons from the king to present herself before the princes and the people. Um, and because she refused the king, um, he was very angry and consulted with his advisors to decide what to do with her um, and how she should be punished because for the princes and those who were um, underneath Ahasuerus, they believed that her um, failure to appear um, could influence uh, women in Persia and media, um, that they would look on contempt um, on their husbands and follow in her footsteps to not obey their husbands. So sometime later, um, after they decided that she would no longer be queen, um, a search was conducted for a new queen. Um, and this person would 
take over Vashti's role. And uh, of the 127 provinces um, of that kingdom, uh, a search was uh, undertaken to find virgins, um, to place in the harem in the king's palace under the care of Haggai, the king's eunuch. Um, And at that time, I was a part of those provinces. And so I was selected uh, along with many other girls. Um, And before I left, Mordecai gave me strict instructions not to share my ancestry with anyone. And it was a promise that I was um, determined to honor. Mm. Still, I was... uh, I was favored by Haggai, who took exceptional care of me, and he transferred me to the best spot in the harem and gave me seven very extraordinary attendants from the king's palace. Uh, For about a year, all of the young ladies and I were given beauty treatments, um, which included six months of oil and myrrh and six months of spices and cosmetics. At the end of our time of beautification, we would have our individual time with the king. And from that day forward, we would live in another harem under the custody of uh, Sha'askaz, the king's eunuch that is in charge of concubines. Mm. We were all allowed to take one thing with us um, from the first harem, the place of our, that we had called home for about a year. Um, and since I trusted Haggai, um, I allowed him to choose on my behalf. Now I remember the day I was presented um, before the king, and it was the 10th month, um, which is called Tebeth. And Hajarish, um had reigned already for about seven years at that point. Um, and I was so nervous. Uh, I had no idea <laughs> what that would be like or what he would think of me, um, but he was kind. And he favored me over all the other women. Wow. Um, the king made me queen, and he held feasts and celebrations in my honor. Um, and from that day forward, I was um, identified alongside of him as his queen. It was a very special time, uh, and wow. um, the king, the kingdom rejoiced, and um, there were so wow. many others who rejoiced as well. Wow! Wow! Thanks for. Um, that uh, comprehensive account uh, over there. Now, uh, let me piggyback a bit on your relationships. Let me talk a bit about your relationships. I mean, you had a relationship with Haggai, you had a relationship with Mordecai for your cousin. Um, help me understand, help my audience understand how your relationship with Mordecai was. How did he treat you? Absolutely. So, um, as a, a young girl, um, tragedy struck, um, and I um, found myself no longer with a mother or father. And Mordecai, thankfully, um, became like a, a second Abba father mm-hmm. to me. Um, he was uh, a teacher. He was someone with great discernment and thoughtfulness about my future. And he was someone who loved the Lord, loved God, um, and also saw me as important in what God was going to do 
um, in his plan for his people. And so I would say that even though I referred to him a lot as cousin, he was he was so much more than that. He was an advisor. He was a trusted confidant and someone with whom I could be myself when I could not be myself with others because they didn't truly know who I was. And when I say they didn't know who I was, they didn't know the people from from whom I came. Hmm. Hmm. Now, and based on that, that really uh, strikes me, based on that account, um, just listening to you, what would you say to those of us who have um, relatives like that? Or just people, I mean, people, people who, know, who know children yeah. who are orphans. Yeah, so on one hand, uh, as someone who lost mother and father, there's just a bit of uncertainty about the future and what mm-hmm. that might entail. And I would say that because God is both mother and father and looks out for us, that um, there is always one who considers us and cares for us, even if we don't have someone uh, like someone that's akin to us that takes on the mantle of mother and father. Mm-hmm that God can be that for us. Um, for those of us who do have someone who um, does take on the responsibility um, of caring for us, um, that that is just another extension of God's love to us. Um, and so to appreciate that um, and learn as much as we possibly can from those um, individuals, they're not always perfect. Um, so, understanding that you know to to take those things that that good that they share with us and that they teach us um and to move forward with that okay okay thank you very much and your your story brings to mind a certain scripture i've only talked about even our relationship uh with people with people who have been orphaned you know in james uh, chapter 1 verse 27 Uh, James says that pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and then widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. I trust you learned a lot from this conversation. God willing, next week I will share with you the second part of my interaction with this character. Until then, may God bless your reflection on this one in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.